Hey guys, this is Storm Out Loud. I'm Lizabella. I'm James. This is our first podcast. This podcast is going to be based on everything and anything. Anything we want to talk about, any uh, subjects we want to talk about, this is what this podcast is about. It's going to be about world events, sports, you name it. We'll probably talk about it in our one of our podcasts. So we also are going to have a YouTube channel called the same thing, Storm Out Loud, and we're going to be doing it live on YouTube too while we're doing the podcast. But we also have an actual YouTube channel we focus on besides this. Yes. Um, Lizabella, would you like to tell everyone? Sure. So we have a YouTube channel called Angleholics Fishing and Outdoor Adventures, where we do a lot of live fishing we also do live video or we do videos we do a game show we do camping I mean, we do a little everything yeah it's uh a lot of it's catfishing but just other species we target when it comes to fishing camping it's it's outdoor channel we'll put it that way it's uh growing pretty good uh we get a lot of support from the catfish community so definitely check out that channel again it's called angler hawks fishing and outdoor adventures it's on YouTube. We also have a Facebook page. But that, again, that is separate from here. But we also want to make sure that our people who are listening to us know that that's what we mostly focus on. Okay. So, before we get into anything, we'll uh, let Liz talk for a minute. All right. So, um, like we said, we're going to talk about anything and everything on this channel. Um, so, this is just for us to just talk about things and... You know, whatever's on our mind. I mean, we have, you know, everyone's dealing with a lot of things nowadays. So, just kind of a place to come out there and talk about it. Yeah, because, you know, on our Angular Hawks fishing channel, we can't just spell out, Van, we can't go from talking about fishing to sports. It doesn't really mix well. We do once in a while, but you try to keep it about the subject you're focused on. Right. But this, we can speak about anything. So, that's what this is about. That's, we're doing a little intro here so you know what's going on. We're going to do 30-minute podcast on this channel, I believe. For the first time, yeah. Yep. And then we'll go from there. Um, so, I think we're going to focus on, as you can hear, our dog is uh, being a little pest over there. Every time never fails, we do a live, a video, apparently podcast. He likes to start twerking. Yeah, yeah he likes a little attention. Um, so let's get into uh, sports here a little bit. Let's talk about what's been going on with the Ravens. So Yeah, if you're not familiar, the Ravens are it's the Baltimore Ravens. It's so what we should say is that's where we are and live, and that's where we're born and raised, Maryland. So we're yeah. Baltimore Raven fans, and that's a subject we want to hit one first oh, yeah. because it's been a little touch and go here. They have been injury prone this year. They have lost a lot of offensive and defensive players, a lot of top-name players, pro yeah. bowlers. It's been a rough season. But what we want to get into is our quarterback, which oh. that who just got injured. You know, hopefully that's all good and stuff. We don't wish any harm on anybody. Yeah, it's no. Just not right. Lamar Jackson as a person seems like an amazing person. He seems down to earth and very nice. And he has the potential to be great in the NFL, and he has talents. But yeah. he is going backwards right now. He started out being a top-notch quarterback, and every season he has slowly progressed – or depressed. depressed down. Yep. And it's like, why? You know, he's going to be coming up in the contract. The question is, do we sign him for the money that he should eventually get? And like we do with Joe Flacco, or do we sit here and go, okay, you ain't showing yeah. the skills? Because we didn't really sign Joe Flacco to a big contract until he won us a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. So we have made the playoffs. We have made the second round. But 
in the few years we've had Lamar, we have had now now all of it is on Lamar. We do have some issues with injuries again, and offensive line's been a little Swiss cheese a little uh, this but, year. Yeah, but he is doing stuff that experienced quarterbacks should be doing. He is not doing. And he's yeah. doing rookie mistakes. He's had a lot of interceptions. The question is, is when do we say this is your last chance? If he was improving every season, or if he was staying steady, we just had one bad season. I'd say okay, but he's slowly degressed yeah, his, downhill in the last two seasons. His quarterback ratings has dropped. His interception ratio has gone higher and higher. His fumbles have been pretty high. Turnovers don't win games. So my thing is I'm not looking for the quarterback who's going to score tons of touchdowns every time and all that. You know, it's hard. In the NFL, you're playing good defenses. But you can't turn over the ball. No. And he's having a big – big issue with turning over the ball and a lot of turnovers yeah and that's cost us put us in situations we shouldn't have had to be in the last minute field goals to win the game overtime to win the game and he seems like he hits the fourth quarter and he's on point yeah but the first three quarters he is off off his game and the problem is when you're playing catch up all the time you're not going to win as much we've gotten lucky this year yeah but if you're playing catch up 90% 90% of the time you get to fourth quarter and you're down that much, you're not going to win. But he gets in that fourth quarter and he does it. He looks amazing how he should be. But he's turning over the ball way too much, way, way too much. And, you know, we understand you're not going to score a touchdown every drive. We understand sometimes you get three and out and all that good stuff and good jazz. But at the same time, you're turning over the ball and it's putting us in bad field position. And luckily our defense has stepped up a lot, especially oh, in yeah. the second part of the season. Even with all the injuries, we, oh, yeah. it just shows how much depth we have. We we do have a good o- good overall team, and I would say if we didn't have all the injuries, we wouldn't have to rely on Lamar as much. And if the offensive line was better, he wouldn't be sacked as much. But there comes a time when you've been in the league long enough, you know when to throw away the ball, you know when to hold on to the ball, and hence he's injured here because, you know. He tends to hold on to the ball and try Not to scramble. Not saying exactly that's why he's injured, but there's been many times he probably could have got injured this year because he held on to that ball. So my, that's that's one of the biggest things. Like, when do we say Lamar is enough is enough? My opinion, and we'll get into Lizabella's opinion here in a minute. My opinion is next year, it's do or die. It's do or die time. If you aren't improving next year and your numbers are still down, or you're still going downhill. I think it's time to start looking the following year in the draft for a quarterback. Next year's draft and quarterbacks is not that good, but it's looking better for 2023. So I think once you get to that point in 2023, if Lamar is still playing bad in 2022, it's time to look elsewhere. Don't give him that big contract. Because eventually, the older you get, the running game is not going to be as good. Your legs start giving out the older you get. Mm-hmm. And right now, the only thing he's – Proven is he can outdo people on the field with his legs. He's definitely good and smart with that. But his arm has been inconsistent, especially last year and really this year. Yeah. So next year, what I want to see is him throwing less interceptions. If he's continuing to go downhill, we got to look for somebody in the draft in 2023, or we are not going to improve this team. I have to agree on that, honestly. Um, And I have to say, also, I was – Really impressed at how well our backup quarterback Huntley did. Yeah, I mean, besides the two mistakes of the fumbles, which you know, when you don't have as much playing time and you know, you 
don't start as many games, and you're coming into a game cold because he didn't start that game, it can be a little rough. So you kind of have to look past his two mistakes and say, okay, he didn't throw any interceptions, and he almost brought us back for the win. Yeah. But really, our defense deserves the thumbs up. Oh, they yeah, definitely. didn't let it be a complete blowout, and he didn't turn over the ball to put us in the situations as much. He didn't throw interceptions. He didn't throw a pick six. Uh, that one fumble that did turn into a six point, seven points, mm-hmm. you know, gotta, he's got to get better at that. But I feel like if he's just saying he might be starting the next couple of weeks, I think he's going to improve. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, again, we're not done with Lamar, but he's going downhill. He really needs to step it up, especially once that big contract and wants to be on the team for a long time. Yeah, he definitely does. The- but, again, he's a good guy. We're just talking about his sports and, his, and the thing he gets paid for. It's his job. Yeah. And it is a business, and people will judge. Same as any company you're watching or you support. If they're going downhill, you're going to say something. So he really needs to step up. Um, John Harbaugh has done some questionable calls, but John Harbaugh has always been a risk taker. And I can handle that. I really can. I, I, I get mad during the game, but if you sit back and think about it, he does make calls that are risky, ballsy, whatever you want to call it. And uh, 90% of the time they turn out and people love it. And then when it doesn't, he's the bad guy. Of course. So yeah. he's the coach for the reason, and he does the right calls, I'll say it. You know, he's not going to be perfect 100% of the time. You can't turn him back because the point 1% of the time he does something wrong in a judgment situation where you have seconds to think about what you want to do and you're not sitting home making the calls like we do, same as we get on the referees. But really, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is, is being a referee easy? Heck no, because really, if you put me in that game, I'm going to miss more calls. Oh, yeah. So, But we sit here on the couch and we expect them to be perfect too, and we get mad. But at the end of the day, <laughs> they do a good job. Yeah. So I will say, I mean, I'll continue more on with that in a second. Hold on, my dog's going crazy again. So I will say with that is that the Ravens need to start being a little bit harder on Lamar. Now, are they doing it behind the scenes? Possibly doing it behind the scenes, yeah. But and you don't want to throw them under the bus in front of the fans. You don't turn your back. You don't call out an employee in front of somebody. Same as you don't call out your player in front of somebody, right? So, I mean, that's that's what I'm basically saying on that. Right. But, you know, we know what probably the coaches and management staff know, that Lamar Jackson needs to step it up. And I think ESPN announcers and all the good sports teams and all know that Lamar is just not – Playing a, as a all-star quarterback oh, right no. now. No, he's not. Uh, he's not even playing average. You know, if we wanted someone who's going to do turn the ball and stuff, we could have stayed with Flacco and not move the ball and stuff like that. Flacco's numbers were going down, but we'll see. We'll see. Could just be a rough patch. Hopefully, it moves. We'll see how when he gets back from this injury, and we'll see what he does next year. Because I'm I'm, I'm so sure we're not going to say at the end of the season we're done with you. So we're sure he'll be there next year, and we'll go from there. So any other subjects you want to target here? Well, Christmas is coming up. Uh, who doesn't love the decorations? I know I do. So, it's so cheery. Yeah, so the holiday season's coming. You're starting to see all the great lights out. You're starting to see all the last-minute shoppers and panic shoppers. And the, yeah, that's the part I don't get. Like, it's supposed to be a, it's such cheery a merry, time. cheery time of year, but yet people get so mean. And so cranky and so yeah. in your face about stuff. They forget the spirit of Christmas and the real meaning behind Christmas is some great uh, presents and stuff. But, right. you know, and we're not that way. Hopefully most people aren't. You have hopes anyway. Yeah. We can hope. 
So, I mean, let's talk a little about the Anger Hawks channel we have going on and some of the stuff we have going on there for like a minute, and then we'll get into another subject. So I'm going to let Lizabella speak on that. Okay. So since I have brought up Christmas, we do have a Christmas decorating challenge coming up, actually. It's on that YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel for uh, Anger Hawks Fishing and Outdoor Adventures. Um, now, this doesn't have anything pertaining to fishing yeah. per se, but it is about... People sending us their two to five minute videos of their um, decorations for Christmas. So they could decorate the outside of their house, the inside. We even said they go as far as decorating their boats, you know, the bank where they're fishing. So, you know, we try to incorporate the fishing and outdoor side of it. You know, if they have a cabin, they could decorate their cabin. Just push the spirit of Christmas pretty much because we, yeah. love, we love the holidays, Halloween and Christmas and lights where you bring out the spirit and... You know, something different, even though it's not doing really with the outdoors, it's something we love. So we and we incorporate it on that channel. And yeah, it's, we a, did. it's a lot of fun. So I mean we have a camping trip coming up. Yeah. To Burkittsville, Maryland. If anyone is listening that knows that area or lives in Maryland, yeah, we are going camping where the Blair Witch supposedly stuff is. And speaking of that, let's dig a little bit, I guess, in the horror movie gen genre. Yeah, what's digging to that? Horror movies have gone downhill in the last oh 20 years. Oh, my gosh. So bad. There are so many horror movies I watch now where I'm like, it has the potential, and they just epically fail and screw it up over and over and over again. And it's mm -hmm. disappointing because you think back to when we were kids or movies before we were born that we, we watched, mm -hmm. and they were good. Friday the 13th, I mean, I watch it now because, you know, we're so used to graphics being so much better mm -hmm. and stuff like that and the blood and gore being better. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, but... For that time when the graphics went up to par, those movies are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Scream. Great 90s. I think it was late 90s movie. Maybe early 2000, but that that's a great movie. Mm -hmm. And you can't really name a lot of great movies in the last 10 years. You might find one here and there, but you ain't going to find a great horror movie. No, not something that gets you scared. So, I mean, when I talk about good horror movie. I want something on the edge of my seat yeah. that I'm jumping it's yeah. got me scared. Now, what I will say is on the most recent Blair Witch that came out, I believe, last year or the year before, now it, it beat the first two Blair Witch movies that came out. And this one was less funded, had no advertisement, no movie theater, any whatsoever, and it beat both of them. So I will say it was a good one. I will say the Halloween movie, not this one, it just came out this year, but two years ago, was good. Okay. Then they hit this year with it, and they epically failed the Halloween movie. Yes, they did. Like, Why? So the question is, is what's going on? You have better graphics, you have better actors. I won't say better actors, but you have better graphics, you have better stuff in technology, and you have better stuff you can do. And you repeatedly fail to produce a good horror movie. Even Christmas movies have not hit the movies like Miracle on 34th Street, The Grinch, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, it's a lot of yeah, stuff to do now. Christmas Carol. It's become repetitive, or it's become so cheesy. Yeah. Even the holiday movies, it's just like, okay. We, yeah, we know love is a part of it, but every single movie is love now. It's like, okay, Christmas is a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, can we not get better on any holiday movies? That, that's where I think we're just epically found on every holiday movie you make. I mean, yeah. it's not complicated. Not complicated at all. Nope. But we seem to be not using our imaginations and epically found on both parts. That's where it is. And I'm really disappointed that last Halloween movie we just watched this, year, this past year, this year, uh, in October, because the potential 
The tension was there. It turned out, and then the end it was, and I'm not going to give the spoiler on it because you know it is pretty new. Yeah. But the potential was there. And we'll just yeah. say the ending was an epic fail. And it was that fail, the potential was there, and it got flat a lot of times in the movie. They let it get so flat mm-hmm. to where it's like, okay, is this movie over yet? Because you're not holding my interest. It was an epic fail, just straight out epic fail. You know, but again, we're big nuts on Halloween movies and Christmas movies. Even Disney has gone downhill. Oh, yeah. Disney movies was a big thing in my childhood. I still watch the older Disney movies from our childhood oh, yeah. growing up and all, but it's epically bad yeah a lot of the even the tv like the tv shows even movies in general fail fail just fail 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 yeah and the ones that they're saying they're great and then you spend the money to watch and you're like wow it's like in my opinion it's like buying a 50 dollar box to match to rent on tv or you know pay-per-view and the guy gets knocked out in the first 10 seconds you're like well that was 50 bucks worth spending right nope yeah it's like you watch a movie for an hour and a half two hours it's like can I please get that part of my life back? Yeah, it's just disappointing. So that's kind of how it's been for the holiday movies, in my opinion. I can't think of one recently that's come out that I've really, really enjoyed besides the Halloween movie a couple years ago. But other than that, it's been really flat. Flat to the point of it came and hold my interest. And I have an imagination. We love ghost hunting. We love the historical stuff. We love the what-ifs and all that, yeah. and all that good stuff. But when you add... That these movies don't even hit us and we have an imagination and we can see that you know this stuff can be scary it tells you pretty something now same as the scary story books they made they made that movie into it well oh, i can't remember yeah. exactly what the books were called it was a childhood books there was a series of them oh uh uh, uh this gonna look it up here but they made a movie out of it i think it was scary to- stories to tell in the dark something like that yeah i think that was what it she's is. gonna look up confirm but they made a movie out of that movie. Yeah, that was it. That movie, I would still give that movie a six or seven. It was, it held my interest. I still go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. But it failed on some of the stories. And it failed the potential it could have had. Could have oh, been yeah. more scary. Could have been more creepier. It was a good movie. And, you know, I do watch it yearly. So, I mean, it's a decent movie. But the books were so much better. Oh, yes. The books were better. I mean, you remember reading them as kids to each other, you read them to us, and it was just yeah. creepy. And it was still creepy as an adult if you read the books. But then you watched the movie, and they kind of cheesied it out. They kind of made it into some of the stuff being a little cheesy. Yeah, it definitely didn't have that horrorish scare yeah. to it like you did when you actually read the story. Still good, but just it could have been a 9 or 10, and you let it hit a 6 or 7. Just another disappointment i mean and disappointment because we really had high high hopes we reading these books are like this movie is going to be the the move how how our movie of the century yeah and it you know it's a good movie but could have been great that's what i'll say on that yep could have been great so and that that's our views on that i mean i mean what else should we talk about for our first podcast here what what's other stuff we enjoy we'll, we'll talk about music also going downhill oh yeah when did country music become pop music? Um, I'm going to say somewhere around the Taylor Swift Maybe era, a, little bit before, a little bit before her. But now you're getting a lot of rap, hip-hop, and pop music kind of hitting country, and it's like stay in your own genre, all right? Because you, you're trying stay to... Stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane because you're kind of... 
taken away from the stuff that Hank Williams and stuff built in country or Elvis built in rock and roll. And this, and you're make, trying to, I don't know, maybe it's because you're trying to get more money. So you try to jump from one thing to another. That's all I can think of. But it's not fun. If I have a country station one, I'm running into rap and hip hop and pop. And I'm just like, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love all of it. I love mm-hmm. all music, but I have that one for a reason. Yeah, for that time. Now, the occasional, I'm going to throw a little twist in there. It's an actual down-earth country song, but I might throw a little rap artist. I mean, occasionally. See, I disagree with that. Country to be country. Well, I the crossover, I don't mean like the whole song, but I mean occasionally, no, I, I just don't, I don't mind you're going, it. You're going against with Hank Williams. People like real country singers, Conway Twitty, George Jones, built country music to be about. And you're trying to add something to it. You're trying to add a twist to it, and it's not. It's country music. It's country music. Stay in your lane. See, for that, I, I like for the occasional now. If you're, if every song you're putting out doesn't sound country, but you get your the con the country's uh, genre, that's what you're listed under. I know I don't agree with that. The occasional little twist of like something, I'll, I'll deal with that. I'm okay with that. But see, I don't have a problem with a singer going to different categories. I don't. I always mm-hmm. did it. I always did country, did gospel, did rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have a problem with that, but I have problems when you bring it in something like rap or hip-hop into something that's called country it's country music and 99 percent of the real country music lovers will feel the same way when they really love the older country and then you see this it's just i mean it's a non-stop comment especially if you follow some of the country stuff like i do on facebook on you always see people saying when did hip-hop and all again it's an issue yeah, some people that have an open mind like Isabella, which she kind of is like oh that's kind of cool and finds it neat might find it interesting but for the real country lover, and I'm saying country because that's where I lean on, don't. And I, I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, it, like Elizabeth said, a little bit of it might be okay. I'm just going to be old school when it comes to the country. She's more new school when it comes to things. So she's okay with a little bit, but even with being okay with a little bit, it's crossed the line this year. Well, and I mean, not even, just this year, this last 10 years. Well, there's even some country artists that are putting out content that's pop. And they're still in the country station, or it doesn't even sound like it sounds more hip hop. Yeah. And it's like, this, this isn't what you're listening to. They're actual country artists. So that's where my thing yeah. is like, you're putting uh, out a country CD, but you have pop songs on it. Yeah. Or hip, like a little bit of a hip hop style. Like that, that's where that's, that's where crosses it's for me. really, really crossing the line. And uh, there's quite a few songs on the radio station right now. And I'm like, where are they? Yeah, okay. We'll call you country so you feel like you're a country boy or country girl. But uh, at the end of the day, you're really not a country boy or country girl. So, I mean, that's, that, that's just a true rant. Same as you have a lot of country rock. I'm kind of okay with that because I kind of feel like country's always been borderline rock music. Can you go back to Elvis and Conway Twitty? You, could, you know, you got some of them to really hit that country and rock and roll kind of. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like they mix together. Mm-hmm. But don't understand them really trying to get into that it's just one of my rants yeah but i mean it was their own taste but i definitely agree i definitely agree with what you're saying on, on some of that um so what category you want to discuss we still have some time here on this podcast let's see here what have we the not dogs had... are actually being good here for a few minutes yeah we, we pulled them up on the couch next to us if you could see them we would show you them. <laughs> yeah Except we, we live in Maryland, so you know we we mostly support Maryland sport teams, and 
and stuff like that. And Maryland has the variety of music and you know, kind of borderline what we country rockiness, and then you have the Baltimore City, and you have the so it's a whole thing. Um, but my thing in my next rant is going to be, and I mean, I guess I'll start most of the rants tonight, and we'll let Lizabella start with the next show. <laughs> but is I used to love Facebook. Oh, I was God. a person that I was an obsessed person who would check on there every day to see what people were posting. Now, every time I go on there, it's a political statement. It is. It's a political statement or it's someone putting their drama out there or someone looking for attention. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. go on Facebook and enjoy scrolling. When I go on there, I'll post, I get out. I mean, it used to be even enjoyable a couple years ago when you would watch these funny memes. And, oh, yeah. Or some funny. But now you can go on there about something discussing politics or discussing a movement or discussing drama. Like, oh, my God, this person uh, broke up with me and I'm airing out my dirty laundry for them to say. For, for, for the whole world to, to say. And yeah. then, you know, two days later, you're back together with this person. You deleted that post. I'm sorry. No takesy backsies. Yeah. Stop being five years old. Stop ruining Facebook. You know, part of it is the, I don't know, I'm not going to get to that because that'd be a whole political statement itself right there, which we're not going to, we don't really try to stay away from politics with this stuff because there's no point because at the end of the day, what do they do for us? That's all I'm going to say. doesn't matter what you vote for because nobody really cares a damn about us. We take care of each other in this country and world. So that's what it comes down to. Yep. But it's just frustrating. You go on your social media sites so you can be with your friends or see what your friends are up to and have a good time. And then you got certain people on there just put dirty laundry or want to make a political statement on Facebook. If you really got enough guts, go out there and make a, a YouTube channel and say how you feel. Go out there and uh, stand in front of the front of these people that you make these comments or standards to or, or troll and do it face to face. Yeah. Stop doing the same as you break up someone you put your dirty laundry on Facebook. Two weeks ago, you said this person was the most amazing person. But now, this is all the bad stuff you did, and I'm there now on Facebook. Sorry, the breakup happened. Stop it on Facebook. Either get back with the person or don't. But don't tell us. We don't care. And please stop putting what you're doing every second of the day. Okay, I'm having lunch now. It's going to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, I've gone to the bathroom now. It looked okay. I mean, we don't need to hear minute by minute. The drama. Whole, yeah, the whole whole like, day that you're the thing is, every where day. is the positivity in this world? We have enough of that on our YouTube channel where there is some negative, frustrating stuff. Oh, right? yeah. And you try to stay positive and happy. You can't do that if you go on Facebook most of the time. I mean, nope. there's too much negativity in this world, and it, it's it, even so on social media in this world. And people really need an attitude change. Not everyone, a lot of good people, a lot of happy, positive people in this world, but the ones that aren't. Get you need over to, it. You need to stay off, stay off uh, social media, period. If you want to be an Ebenezer Scrooge all year long or cause drama all year long, whether it be on YouTube, social media, Facebook, or in real life, walk in a store and someone wants to be impatient and choose somebody out, choose somebody out working there, get out of the line, go home. We don't want to see your drama. Nope. It's just, it's just a joke. People have lost so much respect for people and themselves. They don't know how to respect themselves other than other people that are around or other people that they see on YouTube or Facebook or in person. That's an issue. If I'm in a store and I see someone showing somebody out because the line ain't moving fast enough, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to be mad at the person who's not moving the line fast enough. I'm going to be mad at you for making a scene and making the person who's trying to make a living and trying to do their job and you disrespecting them. Yep. 
or you getting mad and cutting people off in the, in the aisles because you're impatient, don't go out. Yes, please don't. There's so many places to live now. Just just stay in the house. Don't ruin people's day that have a good heart and want to be positive and make this world a positive, good place to live. You know, there's enough problems in this world. We have enough drama. We have enough problems with our jobs and payments and bills that the last thing we want to do is go on social media, go on YouTube, or go to the grocery store and deal with more negativity and drama that we dealt with eight to ten hours at our job. And I'm sure a lot of people will agree. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they would because it's nothing worse. Or even even if you've had a great day at work and then you get off and you go to the store and you have that one person who's ruined it all because of their actions and their mouth. Yep. Stay home. And same as, you know, you get people offended now because you say Merry Christmas. You know, I, I did it at one of my jobs and got blown up at it. Well, I'm not... Well, I'm sorry you don't feel that way. Back in the day, you said Merry Christmas and the person, whether they were a Christian or whatever, or they celebrated, they still said, thank you, Merry Christmas to you, even though they might be another religion or none at all. Don't make it a freaking movement of, I got to make a scene because someone was saying something nice and courteous. It just makes no sense. If someone says Happy Hanukkah to me and I'm not Jewish, I'm going to say thank you, same to you, and move on. I'm not going to make a scene and say, well, I'm not Jewish, I'm a Christian, so... And uh, oh, I celebrate Christmas, you know. Right, it's the thought behind it. They yeah. were trying to be polite. And, and he said something thought. courteous and nice, and now you make them feel like they're two inches tall. So that's a lot of problems that go on in this world, not just on this world, but in social media platforms all around everywhere. Just people wanting to make people feel like they're two inches tall. It needs to stop. Mm-hmm. The positive positivity needs to come out in people, and the support needs to come out in this world because no one else is going to do it for us, and nobody else in higher power tries to make you feel like you're someone in this world very you know? true so so we are at the end of the podcast so for 30 minutes um hopefully it was a good one yeah just our first one we're trying it out hopefully you enjoyed it we have plenty more to come because we have lots to rant about so we'll catch you on the next one have a good one <laughs>